First and foremost, one of the biggest mistakes that I see are copywriters acting like employees or order takers. You're listening to the Freedom Found Podcast, an audio community for freedom-driven entrepreneurs wanting to build and scale an impactful online business that allows you to spend more time with your toes in the sand than your fingers on the keyboard. I'm your host, Crystal Church. I'm a copywriter and consultant, borderless entrepreneur, and wannabe dog mom. On this podcast, we'll talk all things online business, marketing, strategy, mindset, health, travel, and what it's really like to be a borderless entrepreneur. Freedom Found is all about equipping you with insight and actionable tips to help you build your business around your life so you can spend more time exploring new cities, hanging with your family, working on that new business project, or quite frankly, however the hell you'd like. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Freedom Found Podcast. And today we are going to dedicate this to copywriters. However, if you are a freelancer out there and not a copywriter, this will still be applicable to you. But I'm going to give specific examples for copywriters to make sure that you understand what mistakes you're currently making in your business and how you can move forward from them. So common mistakes as a freelance copywriter, let's dive into it. First and foremost, one of the biggest mistakes that I see are copywriters acting like employees or order takers. And here's what I mean by this. You might be taking on any project, maybe ones that you don't like, maybe ones that your clients are kind of throwing at you and saying, hey, I know that we have you on for this, but we really need somebody to fill in on these blogs, on these emails, on this X, Y, and Z that isn't actually under your current contract forte or actually something that you want to be doing. And therefore you start to collect a lot of work that is starting to feel like you're working a nine to five with them, starting to feel like they are really just treating you part of the team, which can be a beautiful thing, but it can also distract and take away from your freedom as a copywriter. So you might be taking on any project, you might be really working inside their business and then therefore they are able to control your schedule. And this doesn't mean it's happening in necessarily a malicious way, but this is how it tends to play out. And I have a lot of clients come to me saying, hey, you know what? I feel like I have kind of lost a lot of the freedom that I started this thing for in the first place. And I feel like I'm kind of just working inside of teams. And instead, what I'd like to do is take more control over my time, more control over my schedule. So if that's you, then this might be applicable. And then the third way that I see that this plays out being more of that employee or order taker is you don't have a lot of work-life balance. Now, this can also happen if you're growing a business in a lot of different ways, but especially as a freelancer, if you are like really working in the weeds with several different clients or even one main client and doing a lot of heavy lifting for them and their projects, you will end up feeling like you are in that nine to five world where you really want to prove yourself and you really want to give your all and then therefore spending a lot of time inside of their business and not having a lot of that work-life balance that you set out for in the first place. So if you have already seen yourself in this under the employer order taker role. That's okay. I felt this way, to be honest, earlier on in my business. At the very beginning, I was kind of just in a phase and it was a yes phase. And that was a really, really good place for me to be in because it allowed me to get my foot in the door, see what I liked, didn't like, but I got out of it very quickly. Within three months, I was like, nope, this isn't where I want to be. And let me tell you, that is why that has made the top of the list here today. Because my decision to say, I don't want to be an employee again, 
I felt like I was. I was like, why did I just leave my teaching job? You've heard me talk about that before if you've listened to other episodes on the podcast. And I knew that long term, this was not the role for me. I needed to take charge to really take ownership of what I was doing on a day-to-day basis and the life that I wanted to create. And that meant I had to get out of this employee mindset. I had to get out of the mindset of taking orders and instead say, oh, wait a second, what can I create? What projects do I want to work on? And who do I want to be working with? And what do I want my business to look like in the long run? And that also really comes into thinking about yourself, not just as a freelancer, but as a business owner. So if you haven't made that shift already, I encourage you to do so. And I'm going to talk about that more later on this episode as well. So that was the first common mistake I see freelance copywriters make. Let's dive into the second. Now, this is all about passive lead flow versus active lead flow. And what I mean by this is if you are relying on referrals or your network to provide new clients to your business or to your freelance career versus actively creating your lead flow, who, my friend, you are not in a good place right now. And I know I know that might be scary, but I'm here to give you the hard truth. And I say, I'm always going to keep it real on here. And that includes telling you when I think that you need to shift gears and priorities, because here's the thing. If you have retainer clients right now and they dropped off tomorrow, would you have new leads? Would you be able to convert them and sign them as replacements immediately? Equally, if you don't work on retainer, but you rely on referrals to keep your one-time projects going and your network brings in those referrals and those referrals stopped coming in tomorrow, would you know where your money's coming from next month and the month after and the month after? Now, if that puts some fear in you, let me just say good, because right now you're putting your financial success in the hands of the outside, right? You're putting it literally in somebody else's hand saying, I'm relying on you to do the heavy lifting for me. And let me tell you, nothing comes from asking others to do your hard work. Not that you can't get help from people, but that you are relying on somebody else and eventually that stream will let you down. I know because I've been there over and over and over and I knew to then start creating this redundancy in my lead gen flow. That's why you see now that I've got lots of different marketing channels. That doesn't mean that you have to go out and get a ton. If you watched the Casey brand growth over the years, you would have seen me add a layer and another layer and another layer. I didn't try to master them all at once and I definitely don't think you should. But what I did do was I focused on one high quality lead gen channel that I could rely on. For clients. So I knew, yes, it's great to get referral business. Yes, it's great to have people in my network sending things my way. Yes, it's great to have retainer work. However, if that dried up tomorrow, I knew that I could turn on the faucet over here or I could go to my already existing pool of leads and say, hey, I know you are going to do a rebrand, launch a new course, X, Y, and Z. Would you want help with X, Y, and Z right now? I am willing to help you do insert whatever your zone of genius is to help you and then insert their goals. Okay. It's that simple. Take that sentence frame. That's like my teacher coming out, take that sentence frame and go and apply it to talking to your past leads right now. If you're looking for a client. So when I say I want to put some fear in you, it is because I want you to have control over your financial success. I want you to have control over the way that you grow and create the dream life and dream business that you want to be in day in, day out, week in, week out, or not. If you want to like, let's say, take a quarter off every year. I want you to be able to turn on the faucet when you want, to turn off the faucet when you don't need it. And that means you need to take control of your lead flow and your revenue by creating active lead generation pathways that come back to your services or your products. 
And passive literally means you're taking a backseat, which I know if you're listening to this podcast, you are not somebody who wants to take the backseat in life. What we're going to do is take control over your growth, take control over your destiny, and actually then create it. So that said, if you are, are leaning more on the passive lead flow side right now, that's okay. I want you to know all you need is a clear path to get where you want to go. And that actually leads me into the third mistake that I see freelance copywriters making, which is staying in a place that it might be, let's say, stagnant, or it might be that you're trying to create growth and momentum, and maybe you have some here and here, but either way, you have no clear path to grow, no blueprint to your growth. So let me phrase it this way. If you want to work on one-to-one projects and earn a similar amount to what you're earning now forevermore, more power to you. That is just fine. But I am guessing because you are here, because you are listening to the podcast, that you are not that person. I don't think that's you because you're listening to an episode about mistakes that you're making because you're listening and you're thinking about how you can grow your business, about how you can bring your future dream to life, what you're going to create. You're learning how to evolve as a service provider and wanting to build that momentum to make it happen. So all of those clues tell me I don't think that's you, but I do want to say there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with making a career out of your copywriting if you want to stay in that zone and, you know, maybe increase your rates over time. But in general, you're going to be doing the same work for a similar amount of money as you continue to grow as a copywriter. But if that is not you, if you want to grow a business, if you want to build a company that earns you more money, that earns you more time back, that builds wealth, that builds legacy for yourself, then holy freaking smokes, you need a clear plan to growth. It's as simple as that. You need a blueprint, a step-by-step, a guide, whether that is a person or an actual written plan to get that in motion and to start putting one foot in front of the next, in front of the next, knowing that you're heading in the right direction and you're not wasting time, wandering around in the dark, spinning your wheels, et cetera. So what I recommend you do first, if you're wondering, okay, well, like how do I actually get started, Crystal? First and foremost, the biggest thing that you need to shift is your mindset. And you need to, instead of looking at yourself as a freelancer, instead of looking at yourself as that career copywriter, I want you to start looking at yourself as a CEO, not a copywriter, but the owner of a business and the chief executive officer that you are, the one that's making decisions that future you is going to be really freaking proud of. You're going to look back on this and you're going to know that the decisions that you made today impacted where you are then in your future, in your ideal life. So picture whatever it is that you're really wanting, like less time to work and more time to raise your kids, more time for play, for travel. Do you want fabulous clients coming in, financial freedom, whatever that looks like, your ideal life, you're going to thank yourself for making these decisions earlier, right? And that comes from thinking of yourself as a CEO because a CEO is somebody who has control, who makes decisions that are long-term, not today-term, long-term. So that first and foremost looks like identifying your big vision. This is something I talk about so, so often. No dream is too big. I want you to start thinking about the life that you want to live, the revenue that you want to make. And then when you've got that, because you have to have an end goal and you don't have to have it perfect. And my big vision shifts and changes. This does not need to be set in stone. That's a living document. But when you have an idea of what that is, then you can break that down into a path to scale. And I've been getting so many questions on this, on a path to scale in the last few months. And I'm just going to do a whole nother podcast episode on scaling as a copywriter. So watch out for the next one. But I can tell you that this will look like 
putting yourself in an advantaged position where you aren't stuck as that order taker with your clients, where you aren't going to have to be in one-on-one work forever, and you can create more time and financial freedom for yourself while helping more people. Isn't that the dream anyways? So I can't stress how important this is because without it, you won't know where to make your next step, let alone what shoes you'll need for the journey. And it's even better when you can learn from other entrepreneurs who've been there and made mistakes so you can skip those as well, right? People who have tested the waters and know where the sandbar is to walk across so you don't have to swim in the depths. That's what we are doing. That's the goal is for you to be able to follow a simpler, easier path. So I am curious to know after hearing this list, what your tell is. I know from early on, I told you I was taking on so much of that order taker role just ready to do whatever my copy clients asked because I thought that's what my job was. And then I learned I had options. Then I learned I could specialize. Then I learned that I could decide what I wanted to do and how I wanted to grow. And holy freaking shit, did everything change when I found that path, a way to actively get clients and then grow sustainably. So come and find me on IG. My handle is at crystal.church and tell me what is your tell? What stood out to you the most today? Where do you feel like you are right now? I promise you, I have been there at some point. So pop into the DMs and please connect with me. Let me know. I love it when I get messages from each of you. It makes my day so much just to know what your key takeaways were. You know, if you have further questions, I'll do episodes on that. So that said, do you feel like you've got no clear path to growth right now? You've got more passive lead gen right now, or you're kind of under that order taker employee mindset at the moment. And I'll give you my best tips to move forward and get out of that. So have a beautiful rest of your day and I will catch you on the next episode. Thank you so much for being a loyal Freedom Found podcast listener. And if you love this episode, it would mean the world to me if you would pass this on to a friend. This is how we can help support each other and get this message out to more women that might be waiting right now to hear a message just like this. So you can go and share this with your business best friend right now or head on over to leave us a five-star review. Your small gesture really does mean more than you know. Thank you so, so much. Love you lots and I'll catch you next time.